0: there you know what i believe that every single person on this planet can make a difference and i believe that we all have something to offer something that's so unique that it will change somebody else's life i believe we all deserve to step into our true selves and i believe that every single person needs to feel great about themselves I want you to step into who you truly are, and I want you to make a difference for somebody else and for yourself, and I don't think it's that hard. It's a matter of putting one step in front of the other and just taking action, and I'm interviewing guests that have done just that. I'm Karen Vaughan. This is the Get Off The Bench podcast, and here is where you can make that decision to make your life count. It all starts with you saying yes. Howdy and welcome back to another week of the Get Off The Bench podcast. Now, this week we are talking wheelchairs. But before we do, let me ask you this. When you go into a business or or a, some kind of property, do you ever consider, wow, what would this be like if I was in a wheelchair? Like, has there ever been a time when you've gone into a shop and you've had to sort of scuffle through a little narrow aisle and thought, geez, there's not much room here. But does it ever cross your mind that, God, if I was in a wheelchair, I wouldn't be able to get through. Now, people in wheelchairs actually do have that problem, and there's a lot of places that they can't maneuver themselves around in the shop, and imagine how that makes them feel. That makes them feel like they're not valuable, um, not welcome, all of those things, less of a human. But even before they get in the shop, there's a lot of um places a lot of shop fronts that they actually can't even get into because particularly in the older older towns you know a lot of the businesses were built up with a step and uh, they unless there's a ramp they just can't get into that so imagine how that feels and imagine how it feels for a parent you know if I've got a kid in a wheelchair or if I've got someone I love in a wheelchair and I can't bring them into the shop with me one not only do you feel excluded but two that business is going to lose your lose your business because you're just not going to go in there and you certainly can't leave someone sitting out on the street. So today I'm chatting with Belinda Griffin, who is one of a team of five who has set up the Wheelie Series project and their aim is to raise awareness and to, you know, get people to manoeuvre things where they can so that people in wheelchairs can have a lot more accessibility. So rather than me tell you about it, because I don't know enough about what they're doing, let's chat with Belinda. Welcome, Belinda. Thanks, Karen. How are you going? I'm fantastic. How are you going? Rushed Good. in from the milk and the cows and you <laughs> flat out.
1: Busy dairy, lots of calves, busy school run this morning as well. So um, I'm um, yeah, definitely feeling a little bit rushed, but
0: that's okay. Oh, that's fantastic! Well, I'll just rush you even further, and, yeah, and we'll thanks. talk about the project. <laughs> so, so, you are one of five, and so this we're going to today be talking about the Wheelie Serious Project. And I've just done an intro, as you heard. You know that um, it is a serious problem for people, and it's really fantastic that you know you you are tackling this. But in you're part of GCLP, so that's a one year program, and you are uh, you have to do a community project and I just want to read this out before you before you tell us all about it this is amazing it's fantastic the five people are an engineer makeup artist dairy farmer and a land manager and a forester turned planner so it's not a bunch of people who are disability advocates or who have come from a disability background this is a bunch of people who um, have decided that this is a fantastic community project and and I was going to say needs to get some legs, but we'll say needs to get some wheels and get it, get it moving. So, so, yes. so, tell us about well, I don't know. Tell us about you five people and you know why you chose this project and that kind of stuff. We actually
1: we do have the five of us, and um, I'm not sure whether you are aware. Of it. Sorry, my computer's beeping at me now. I'm not sure whether you're aware that we have got um, one person in our syndicate who has a child with cerebral palsy and is in a wheelchair. So she um, deals with the continuous struggle of can I get in this shop? Do I have to leave my son in the wheelchair on the nature strip? Um, and is heavily on social media to find the shops that she is able to get into, um, places that are disability friendly, have they got a swing, have they got a toilet? Um, and we all came together. On our first meeting for Gippsland Community Leadership Program, all of us flailing about, thinking, "What project are we going to do?" and we all had slightly different ideas. And um, to be quite honest, I don't think there was any of us that had a particular idea that they really wanted to scream from the rooftops. But yeah. we all had legs and wanted to really get passionate for someone else. Yeah. And so the idea came to the table about uh, this recognizable sticker that we could put on shop fronts based on um, whether shopfronts um, not complied, but were accessibility friendly. So accessibility not um, just for wheelchairs, but for prams, for wheelie walkers. Um, And it's just such a wonderful thing. We all had this lightning bolt moment where we we all thought, yep, this is absolutely what we're going to do. And it took us only two sessions to nail down what we were doing, how we were going to roll it out. Um, who was doing what, when we were having our meetings and it's just taken off from there. It's been, it's been a really wonderful journey.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And Jessica Evans is the one with um, her, her son, Carter, who's in a yes. wheelchair and who yes. is a twin. And the twin, you know, can do all the accessible things but poor Carter can't. And do you want to give a shout out before we get into all of that? Do you want to give a shout out to the other the others so that they get their name out there? Because they, they are uh, an integral part of this team.
1: Yeah, we are, we've we got Renee Hutchison and we've got Andrew Stanton, Joshua Wilhelm, of course um, Jessica Evans and myself and we are, as you mentioned before, all from completely different backgrounds yeah. doing completely different roles in our lives and um, it's just a beautiful thing. We've all come together and we've landed yeah. on the one idea and everybody just wants to push forward and be as helpful as they can and really make a difference for people that are struggling with um, accessibility, whether they're in a wheel wheelchair or
0: others. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So when, when you know, you're sitting around the table and you're kind of tossing up these ideas and then Jess sort of put her stuff forward, you know, and said, well, this, this is something that I deal with, were, were the rest of you already aware of those issues or did you sort of think, holy hell, never even thought of that?
1: It is funny that you say that, Karen, because we... To me, and to completely throw my vulnerabilities out on the table, to me what made a disability-friendly toilet um, was, Mm. or an accessibility-friendly toilet was, a wider open space with a handrail. Yep. That is absolutely not the case. How ignorant am I? I absolutely got my head in the sand and just ran through a few things that she requires when she goes out and, um, you know, talked about a couple of new parks that have been put up in Gippsland and... They've had all this money thrown at them and all this money spent on these wonderful new facilities, but they're not accessibility friendly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we weren't, I was not aware. The other thing about this GCLP um, program is that none of us really knew who each other were. Yes. So I wasn't um, in the social zone um, of Jess that much. And I was aware that she had Carter, but I didn't know that he was a twin and I didn't know that he had also got a little sister so the things that Jess feels are so obvious to everybody else aren't. So Mm. getting this story out there is really so beneficial and I I really hope that they're able to reap the rewards of the hard work that we've put in around Gippsland um, with these recognisable stickers.
0: Yeah, I love it. Just go back, before we talk about the stickers, go back to the disability toilet because you, oh, I know you kind of like doing a little bit of self-punishment there. Oh, my God, you know, I had my head in the sand. I didn't know all this or stuff. I'm not the only
1: one I can admit not, that. I'm not the I only know. one.
0: That's what I'm going. I'm about to say. There'll be a tonne of people out there that will go wide door, you know, handle, this is a disability mm-hmm. toilet. So mm-hmm. we'll chat for the people listening, because there's going to be a stack of people listening going, well, what, what, Well, that's what I thought too. Like what's what makes up a good disability toilet a good accessible toilet? There are uh,
1: various things depending on the requirements and the type of chair that the person using it might um, might have so for me the biggest thing that I didn't think about was what happens if you've got a 20 kilo child in a 100 kilo wheelchair that doesn't actually have um, functioning or have um, I guess, the, the own the use of their bowels. They don't have the control over their bowels and they're wearing nappies. Yeah. How do you lift that person in and out every day without yeah. a lift? Why yeah. don't we have a special key for a special toilet like we have a special key for an accessibility swing? Yeah. Um, and these are all ideas. You know, they're much bigger than us, but I think this is a great start.
0: I know. When I used to... Um... I used to teach Cert for disability and diploma of disability. So you know, teaching people to uh, work with people with disabilities. And I always used to think, in twenty years, I'm going to be ashamed of this. I'm almost going to be embarrassed. Like, why should we have to teach people to work with dis- people with disabilities? Why? Why don't don't we just teach treat people the same? But the problem is, is that. It, Yes, we can think that we're treating people the same and, you know, just like the toilet situation, but if we're not living it, we actually don't know, do you know. So we do need people to be raising awareness. Absolutely. um, And and back to the toilet, you know, there was I also used to work for an organisation where we would run a social group every Friday and take people with disabilities out to places. And there was one person in a wheelchair, actually two people in a wheelchair that exactly that, you know, we had to manoeuvre them from, A wheelchair to a toilet, and even just the wide door is not enough because you've got to be able to get the wheelchair in next to the toilet, you know, so that it's a move. And it's it's actually quite a lot that I think people really don't think about when you're thinking about kids in a wheelchair. You can go, Well, you know what? They're kids. I'm an adult. I can pick them up and I can move them, but they're
1: not going to be kids forever.
0: That's right. Those disabilities aren't going to disappear when they're adults. And that's right. And I think that. And I think it's okay to if people are not quite aware of what goes on but I think we need to say oh I didn't realize that but it's my duty it's my responsibility as a citizen you know to to learn more or to be open minded you know when someone tells me something that I didn't realize that I now Absolutely. need to now I know I know, now I need to to do better um, um Don thinking
1: about the way that um Jess has to operate her life is yeah. She is she is amazing. It's absolutely mind-blowing the amount of work that she, A, puts in, yep. but seemingly B, needs to put in before she goes on an outing. Yeah. So they head out to Richmond to go to the football because a wonderful team have asked Carter to be a part of their game. Now they ring the hotel. Are you accessibility friendly? Yes, we are. We've got a lift. Yep. But what they didn't tell her was that there are five steps to get to the lift.
0: Oh, my God. And I think
1: you know they haven't done that maliciously. No, they just don't. They're just not thinking in that space. So yeah, you're right. It's it's it is really important to be able to spruik this message and help everybody get on the same page.
0: Yeah, and a lot of the places you're you're like Jess is in Warrigal and you know you you're sort of targeting a lot of shops Warrigal and other towns mm-hmm. but Warrigal is one of those old towns and you know like there's a lot of they, it was built 100 years ago all those shops do you know and there's got this little step nearly yes. all of them, all the yes. old shops have got this little step up yes. and unless the shop owners have put a little ramp there or have a ramp inside or whatever it, it's it's really hard to get in and that's another thing too is that sometimes you've got to go into the shop and ask do you have a ramp so I can put out the front and by the time they say hang on I'm just serving someone so you're sort of left out there for 10 minutes while they and then they bring it out you know and so if any shops are listening and you've got a little step just get a little ramp built put the little ramp out the front straight up just first thing in the morning put it out bring it back in at night I know it's not always that easy but these are the little things that 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 people can do so tell us about the project so what's the aim of it and how does it work and (laughs)
1: I just want to go back to talking about those um, shops, Karen, Um, you are right. Some of them are so old and they're heritage listed buildings. So nothing can be done to adapt the shop front. And there are a couple of shops that we've been to in the last couple of weeks that um, have got, one of them has a ramp that she brings out every time there's someone um, that can't get up the step. And then there's another business that have got the footpath space. They have a movable ramp, but it stays there most of the time. And it just absolutely makes such of a difference. Sorry, so much difference. Um, So the aim of our project is to uh, be creating awareness. And we didn't want to take the conventional approach. Um, We're not the rule makers. We're not whacking, you know, we're not giving people a whack if they don't comply. We just want to create awareness. We've we've, um, had somebody make up a recognisable sticker for us that we can pop on shop windows to say that whether it's a backdoor entry whether they've got a rev, whether they've got someone that comes out and will service um your needs on the footpath it is to show that this place is safe to knock on the window or give a shout out and they will come out and be open to whatever your needs are and be able to give you a hand
0: oh, i love that do you want to show that sticker because some people might watch this on uh you know on a, on a video so have you got that there I so do. The, the wheelie series project which it's a a, a green sticker with a black circle around it and white writing I might, I might actually put that logo up on the um up on the in the show notes as well so that people can actually see that so that'll be on my website but i'll put that up Sounds so great. thank you um and
1: the principle of the um universal design of this one is as we were saying before um not just for wheelchairs for wheelie work, walkers for prams for anyone who's got any um accessibility issues that um you know, wants a friendly face to be able to help them come in the shop.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I like that. The Wheelie Series Project or, or Well, we wanted
1: to <laughs> yeah take a bit of a um a bit of a a bit of a spin on the name, I guess. Because as I said yeah. before, we're not the compliance makers. We're not. We don't have checklists. We don't. We're not the ramp police. We're not going to give people a whack if they haven't if they couldn't yeah. comply. Yeah. Um. So you know, we're not. It's not a joke, but we want people to know that we're here. Um. But we certainly aren't gonna give you a whack if you can't comply.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love that. And I love that because I think that if people feel like they're being punished, you know, they they get their back up oh, and they get yeah. it, and then, then the people with the disabilities lose. It's it's um it's the whole feeling of I'm not important. Like my mum has just recently she'll kill me if she ever listens to this. She never listens to my podcast. <laughs> I don't even think she knows I do a podcast. But anyway, um the she's just recently Uh, using a walker you know and and the resistance to do that because she's had a problem with one of her legs and the 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 resistance I'm not using a walker you know I'm not I'm not old she's in her 80s but that's okay she can still say she's not old I love her for that and I'm not using a walker but what I'm hearing her say now is, "What's the bloody point? You can't get into bloody shops, you know. can't bloody move around the bloody aisles." You know, and she's 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 quite grumpy about using this walker, and I don't blame her because if if I got to that point, well, maybe when I get to that point, I'll be just as bloody grumpy. So, but so attached to that, and and all these other people who were in wheelchairs and and mums with prams and God knows why, there is a feeling and whether it's true or not it doesn't matter it's your perception of of it is i'm not important you know nobody bloody cares about me do you know what you know like i'm just left out and and we talk a lot about inclusion and exclusion and that kind of stuff and it's uh, some people might think that there's well it's not a big an issue but when somebody does feel left out or when they don't feel included or they don't feel like they can be part of Uh, you know a tribe or part of something it actually has a a massive impact on your mental health and your well-being so i i love what you're doing i think um thinking
1: about the shops and not wanting to focus too much on this part of it but there is a percentage of sales being missed as well so there are opportunities in this for the businesses in becoming accessibility friendly um because word of mouth is very powerful yeah, A word will travel oh. and there are these stickers going up everywhere. Our inbox has been blowing up with people wanting to get on board, asking if we can help them with um, doing an audit to find out how they could be more accessibility friendly, which of course, as I said, we're not the rule makers but mm-hmm. we now have the connections to be able to put these businesses in touch with the people asking us to help them out. So there's been oh. more than just the one thing achieved in this. It's been really nice to link different um, people with services. Uh, to be able to move forward on that now that they can see that oh hang on we're actually not really that accessibility friendly mm. and seeing yeah. these stories is just it's yeah watching everyone grow and move forward is very heartwarming.
0: Yeah absolutely it is and 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 like we say at the start you, you might not even know you're not disability friendly you might not even realize that you know it's word right. does travel I mean I used to teach as I said I used to teach um, Cert for and, and whatever and We had this one business and, not we, not we, Warrigal had this one business who was actually accessible. You actually could get in. There wasn't much room in the aisles. But she used to say... I'm going to say it, and this is not coming from my mouth, I'm paraphrasing, she used to say to people, you can come in but the spastic can't, and she used to say that to people and make a person with disability stay out the front. Now, to use that language for a start, you you know, and to actually say that to parents, to say that to um, support workers, just wanting to shop with a person, and word does travel. Do You you know, like... People, people often label that person as a, as a bitch and all other words. You know, like I'm not going into that bitch's shop. Do you know that sort of stuff? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's on the other side of it. You know, that's not the word about traveling about all the do, the good stuff happening. But you you just can't. I'll never forget that. Well, I'll never forget that woman. It's or really stuck forget, with you. Yeah, yeah. I'll never forget the ill feeling and the resentment. You know, and the 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 the, the, the way she people used to feel that just they just felt like they were worthless mud you know just being spoken to like that so when you got the opposite happening and people are going hey you know you're welcome here anyone can come in here you know we're we're doing our best it might not be the best like we we still might not have it right but we're trying that says you matter that says you're just as valuable as everybody else you, you know and 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 well, I don't think people with disabilities are less valuable anyway. And I just I don't even know why people think that or even that's not even should even exist that kind We've of We've
1: all thing. got something to offer for sure.
0: And and you know what? We've all got a disability. When you actually think about it, we none of us are bloody right. None of us are built right. You know, it's but now I, the other thing I want to ask too is to talk about is also when I taught, we used to get the students to um go around the town. In a wheelchair and and it was it was phenomenal that people used to say um I can't see I can't I I can't see the road you know I'm just sitting on the side of the path and I'm about to get it by car because sitting in a wheelchair I can't see because of the plants that the shy put in Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. I couldn't get into um I couldn't get into buildings I couldn't push the door open you know the doors were too heavy and that was a real no and I don't think that you really know until you're in that space and you said you told me before we got on here and i I I'm dying to hear how this went about a wheelchair basketball game that you played with GCLP so uh, how did how did that go like what, what was that what were the outcomes of that and the eye-opening bits that
1: so as part of our GCLP residential down at Phillip Island uh just last week actually one of our um one of the cohort, his name's Jean, organised a wheelchair basketball game for yeah. us. And I thought, here's me, ignorant again, and I thought we were going to watch a basketball game. And we're talking about it. And I said, hang on a minute. Are we actually playing this wheelchair game? And everyone looks around. And I wasn't the only one. I was just the only one. Let's go with brave enough to ask yeah. the question. <laughs> so we arrive and we have a little practice in these sports wheelchairs and it was absolutely the ultimate leveler. Yeah, what a fantastic game to play to see how it feels, and uh, yeah, it was it was the ultimate leveler. That's about all I can say about it. it was it was really fantastic. Everyone yeah. had uh, everyone had a great time, but completely humbled by the fact that there are people in these situations every day that are much better at basketball than us because they're used to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a real eye opener for everybody. And as I said, not only did we enjoy it, but it was really um, humbling to feel how other people feel in those situations. And we were able to, and I could say lucky enough, to get out of those chairs and walk away and say, well, that was a great experience, but that's people's lives. Yep. Yep. Really happy that wheelchair basketball games exist though.
0: Yeah, oh, I've I've watched them play, and I just think, wow, I can't even play. I can't even play that well with with legs. It's just they they're just incredible. A friend of mine plays, and I just think he's he's reached state level, and it it just it blows me away. And and I'll tell you what is great is that uh, I may be in a wheelchair, but it's not going to stop me. It's not going to stop yeah. me. You know, doing doing what I love, and I think that's so important. So how do how do the um, businesses and organizations or whatever they want how do they get these stickers are, are they are they finding so they're finding you on Facebook and messaging you and you're you're delivering yeah. them or yeah
1: yeah finding us on Facebook and messaging us and as I said before the inbox is blowing up with people asking for assistance and wanting to be a part yeah. of it um we have been doing walks we've been walking the beats. um I think we've got Warrigal, Yarrigan and Moe and Traff um, at the moment, is the heaviest hit so far, uh, which is fantastic because it's also the hilliest and the hardest to get around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yes, yeah, certainly getting in touch with us on our socials um, is a really good way to become involved.
0: Yeah, and so that's the Wheelie serious project on um, Facebook. I haven't finished asking your questions yet. I just, I just want to make sure people know <laughs> people know where 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 to get this from. Even if I were to say like now, because you started this in, you got you started the project in. Um, uh february march something like that or started you started planning it or decided yes. on it yes. so we're we're several months in maybe nearly six months in and and how do you think each of you has changed as a person because of doing this project
1: oh, i'm not sure if i have the answers um we are all so much more aware And it's able to slide into our everyday lives unconsciously now. It's like creating awareness has become second nature, I would say, to all of us. yeah, Um, It's a really nice feeling to see how much we've all grown in that space. And, um, you know, Jess is here to help us along if we've ever got any um, questions to do uh, in in that space. Um, And, you know, she says nobody comes out of hospital after they've had a baby wishing that... They had a child in a wheelchair. Yep. Um, and to think that this is her daily life, and if we can make a difference, that'd be fantastic. We just want to, you know, we want people in wheelchairs or with accessible uh, accessibility issues to see that Gippsland um, is a safe and supportive place.
0: Yeah, yeah, to be. Um, and how good would it be if if you? Did this and it and it became known, you know, and other ta- other areas were like, oh my god, this thing they did in Gippsland's fantastic. Or people visiting Gippsland going, well, what are all these stickers? Do you know what are all these stickers on yes. this? And then go, we should do that. We should do that back in Ballarat, or we should do that in yes. in, in our town and that kind of stuff. So you may have started a a really lovely s- spreading phenomenon. <laughs> and as you can
1: see, it's not um you know it's not limited to areas. So if we could find. Yeah. Yep. or if someone reaches out we've had a couple of people reach out so far but if we can find the right company to partner with and they take off with this that would be the that's our ultimate goal that would be absolutely fantastic um, yeah. watch this space as far as that's concerned though um yeah spreading the positive word and hoping that someone jumps on board with us and wants to make it bigger bigger and better
0: yeah. How fantastic. What what um, differences have you seen? Like with, um, you know, when, when people take the sticker, there, there will be some of those places that are not already disability friendly, accessi- accessibility friendly. So when you said, you know, p- people ask you to come in and do an audit and that kind of stuff, what changes are they making? Like what are the small things, that, well, small or big things they're doing to make it more accessible? We've
1: got um, one person has actually, or one business has actually gone to the Nth degree and they haven't started yet, but their ultimate goal uh, is to change their swing open door to um, electric doors yeah. that have yeah. got a sensor yeah. so that, you know, um, any sort of shape of person can come in. Um, mm-hmm. They also will have a small ramp entering their shop. Uh, we've had uh, someone in particular in Warragul put in uh, a movable ramp, as I was saying before, but that gets moved uh, yeah. when they see fit, when they need to. Um, we need a little bit of a wider space to be able to get through, whether that's at the front of the shop or at the back of the shop. Um, and, and thinking about inside the shop, if you've got clothing racks or if you've got aisles that need to be, um, you know, zoomed down to make sure that they're wide enough to fit through. So making sure the measurements have been done so that uh, people with accessibility Uh, Issues can get through. Uh, It doesn't need that. You know, the whole shop doesn't need to be like that. But there needs to be a space to be able to get in, turn around, and be able to pop back out again. So you can get in, be a part of whatever it is that um, you're entering, get the help that you need, and be able to get out of there again safely.
0: Yeah. Do you know off the top of your head what the width would be? And and you may not like no, you don't no. But that would be fantastic to know just for people to. But even if you just even even sat a. You know a chair and added a foot either side just in an aisle could can yeah yeah with a foot either side you know uh, maybe even that's a good guide for people do you know just take yeah there's a stand
1: there there will be a standardized guide there um but it is you know have you got a child in a wheelchair is it an adult in a wheelchair is it a wheelchair with um extra things on the back there's yeah a couple of different things to think about but certainly the first step is having a look around jumping online yeah. and, and measuring up yourselves and seeing, yeah, seeing how you go with that.
0: Have you had any resistance?
1: No, haven't had any resistance. I have had uh, a couple of stores that are heritage listed that have um, said, yes, we want to, but we can't. Mm. And we've offered some options as to what they can do. And now that's up to them uh, to, you know, take that on board and do with that what they want to but no resistance no i mean how can you resist such a positive message
0: no there are some great the bitchy bloody people in the world I'm you
1: <laughs> well, this, this is also really why it's so nice to not be the rule enforcers we're spreading the yeah. good word we're not giving a whack for your compliance
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah it's just out there spreading the word
0: yeah i think that's good and like we said at the very first um the very first when we started you know you know it doesn't mean you're malicious if you haven't done it you just that's right how do you know if you don't know and that, that's, that's right that's, exactly you don't, you don't know, know what it, exists you know. if you don't that you don't know what you don't know absolutely exactly so how many how many do you reckon so so you've got a ton of sp- uh, stickers printed up how yes. many do you reckon you've sent out rough oh look in the hundreds wow
1: yeah wow so I don't know that we're at the point where we need to get new stickers made up um as yet but we I don't think we'll be far from that market for having to get uh, new stickers made up which is fantastic because we've got we're sponsored to get these stickers because everyone wants to jump on board
0: wow that's fantastic even a few hundred like that's even if you said 10, like, I, I would expect it to be great. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. 10 shops or 10 places that people can now access where they couldn't, you know, but yeah. hundreds. That is fantastic. I haven't been to Warrigal in a, a couple of months, but I'm dying to, next time I'm up, I'm, I'm dying to walk around and have a look at the, you know, the stickers, and Yarrigan, Traff, Mowie I mean, there's so many. My God, when you think about all the towns in Gippsland, you know, it, it's you will have to get another 10,000 printed, I reckon, um, <laughs> shops.
1: Talking about um, about these shops having these stickers, um, it's just a really nice moment to be able to think about um, Coffee Vibes by Knoxbrook and yeah. the Cassidy Crew and the companies that are providing inclusive and supportive um, workplaces in our community that it's a really special thing that they're doing to be able to help people with all sorts of different difficulties or accessibility issues work yeah. within the community and provide a service for People like you and I mm. to be able to go in and get our coffee, be going, you know, going clothes shopping, all those types of things. That's fantastic yeah. that there's opportunities out there as well.
0: Yeah, I I don't see, yeah, I don't I don't see why a person with disability can't be doing all that kind of stuff. Do you you know it's 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 our, it's it's the non-disabled people's minds that go oh no they wouldn't be any good at that you know but my god there are so many businesses. Run by people with disabilities, do you, you know that that are doing a phenomenal bloody job? Do you, you know? And oh, I, I just don't understand why we can't be inclusive. Like, I just don't understand it because every single person, it, it, we're all the same. Like just because we're different on the outside or we've got different abilities, do you, I always call it differ abilities with an F. We all are. Like it makes you know, like, sense. Look I wear glasses. I can't see shit without them. I can't see anything. So, how many of us are walking out there with glasses? Do, do you know? And, and and we are disabled because we actually can't see properly if we don't have the, but we don't have that issue. Do you, you know, like we can still go into somewhere and still get our, our way around. And just the fact that you, you know, a wheelchair and have this mobility issue should not prevent you from being. You Absolutely
1: know. not, and hopefully this is also opening up people's hearts and minds to the ability to have people in wheelchairs or with um, any sort of difficulties to be able to come in and work in their workplace.
0: Yeah, and how nice to even how nice to have them in your business as well, because Absolutely. then it broadens you, it broad, it grows you as a human being to just have so many different diverse people in your sphere every single day. I actually think that. Um, it there's a lot more kids at school with disabilities now in the mainstream schools, Do you know, and I and a lot of their friends are not noticing the difference. Do you, you know they're just kind of like, well, he's just my friend. Do you, you know that kind of stuff? This
1: yep. it's it's just black and white.
0: It yep. is, and and I I wonder how I don't wonder how I, I imagine this is going to be the case, and I, I dearly hope I'm right. Is that in twenty years' time we won't have to be um, running around? Trying to make accessible places, do you know? Because people will already have a friend who's in a wheelchair or, or someone with disabilities. So, would well, you? My, my mate Jordan, you know, my mate Carter couldn't get in here. Do you know? I'm not buying that shop. Do you know? Or I'm not. Hang on. If my yeah. if my mate if my friend Carter comes, I I want him to be able to come in. So, uh, I really hope that in 20 years we're we're going to be better at it. But we might as well start now. And I I just freaking love what you're doing. I absolutely, absolutely love it. And I think we shouldn't have to do it, but we do have to do it, and it's and it's because you, you don't know what you don't know. So oh, I love what we do. How are you going to maintain this? So GCLPs for a year, correct, and then you all go your separate ways. And I, I hope you don't. Like I, I hope this little um, group, not only well, the you know the, the past years, all the the whole year, all, all remain. Closed, you know, but and particularly yeah. the the syndicates, your team of five. Um, but once you finish this year, you're not obligated to keep going. So how are you going to maintain it? And is that where you're hoping that partnership comes on board? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, as I said before, hoping that we um, get a partnership to come on board. And, um, you know, we all work, all of us work full time. All of us yeah. have um, just as busy a life as what you do, Karen. Yeah. And if you can <laughs> yeah. have a larger partnership, jump on board. That we can still remain a part of, yeah, that would be fantastic.
0: Yeah, and often it's just the kickstarting. The kickstarting is the hardest part of everybody' project. Ask me that; I know that a thousand times over. It's that just getting that bloody first leg in the door and we've getting. Some, money. That's right,
1: yeah, and we've already got some runs on the board out in Gippsland. We're already known. The stickers are around. Um, people I see on the street, are, hey, you're from the Wheelie Series Project, and and they know these things already. It's so fantastic to get that feedback. Yeah. walking into a shop and the shop next door says hang on make sure you stop in here next I've seen you I know you I want to be a part of this wow so That's it's fantastic a, it is it's fantastic and I really hope that we can get uh, more on board and that someone would like to partnership with us and uh, we can keep this going bigger and better than ever
0: yeah. So your ultimate vision, your ultimate goal. I know we've sort of said it in bits and pieces, but if you could, if you could imagine five years into the future because of your project, how would it look?
1: Thanks, Karen. That's um, a really a really nice question, and I've got. I think we've all got um, varying degrees of how it will look, but it would be that people with any accessibility. Uh, issues being able to get into all the shops that they want to get into. They don't need to ring ahead and say, are you accessibility friendly? They don't arrive at a hotel that says they're accessibility friendly and have five steps to conquer before they actually get to lift. So I think having everybody aware, having no um, no one's judging, no one's being bitchy, like as you said before, no one's standing back and saying, no, I don't want to be a part of that. We're in this lovely inclusive environment. That we can all travel freely in, and uh, you know, live in harmony in that space.
0: Yep. yep, and nobody's left out. I absolutely love that. Uh, well, it's where we. Sh- it's where we need to be as a as a um as humanity. To be honest, that's where we. Uh, I just don't understand why we need to be cruel to each other, or you know, or why we need to leave people out, or why I don't understand it. It's just. Anyway, that's I think that is absolutely beautiful. Now, where can people find you? I did say it before, but let's say it again. So, because I'd love people to send you a message. I know you're inundated and you're probably, you're probably up to your eyeballs in messages, but you know the I think it's worth being up to your eyeballs for a little while while we get all the shops, you know, on board with it. So, absolutely, uh, the best place Facebook.
1: So, Facebook is the best place. Uh, the Wheelie serious Project, uh, Wheelie with a Y. Uh, yes, we are inundated with messages, but please send them through. that That's absolutely no worries. Um, yeah, give us a holler, give us a shout-out. We'll put you on our socials as well so that other people can see the positive stories that you've created in your workplace.
0: Yeah. And if people, you, you're doing Gippsland at the moment, but if someone from... Um brisbane rings you up and says oh my god you know i i own a mail do you know and i've got 20 shops in here and i want them all done can can we can we get on board you you're more than happy to send them up there and do that
1: we uh, you know within um we need to have some discussions about that but yeah we could certainly oh i'm already i'm already making the all the all the rules for you yeah well, somebody, you know, as I said, we're not compliance. We're not the compliance makers, but it um, be nice to have some evidence that you are what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but just getting in touch makes me think, well, you obviously, are, you know, you're working within that space. So, yeah, let's chat.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. They might just do it and then not actually be complying and or you know being making changes. Yeah, so you'd have to have something, some checks and balances in place to make yeah, sure that yeah. people are not abusing the system. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, but still, um, still, there's, there's no reason people can't do that and then send photos and um, send some testimonials or, or whatever they're going to do. But I think that's, that's a, right. I think it's fa- absolutely fantastic. Melinda, well, thank you so much for joining me because this is the stuff that people need to hear. It really is, and uh, it, it's. There's two two things I want to say. I always say that's two parts of this. Um, one is that this is a fantastic project. People with disabilities need to be seen, they need to be heard, and they need to feel valued, and they are valuable citizens and value members of the of the community, and they need to be um, involved and they need to be included. The other part to this is that. There's a lot of people who uh, have ideas and, you know, think, oh, gee, I wish this and I wish that and don't quite know how to start up a project, don't quite know what to do about it. Now, all you're doing and let's tell me I'm not I'm not making this small by any means, because there's a lot of bloody back work that goes in. But, but basically, your idea was let's put a sticker on windows, you know, let's get people to raise awareness and put stickers on windows. That is some. That type of thing is something that anybody can do. do you know, you don't need a. You don't need to be um, in the disability space. You don't need to be, like, if something's bugging you or if something really needs to be done. Just anybody can start a project. Do, you know? And I just, insp- really want to encourage people to do community projects and and just make the place we live a better place. So,
1: well, the power of socials, uh, yeah. in this space, has been amazing. Yeah. And let me tell you, there's five of us in this syndicate. Only one of them was very good at socials. But now the rest of us, I can tell you how to get to a business page and I can tell you how to get back to my personal page. I can write posts on both. I can tag people. It's been uh, it's been really good for us to be able to get into the uh, tech world a little bit as well. I mean, you know, we have yeah. the basics, but to be able to really zero in on this, it's great learning for all of
0: us. We could feel a little bit more involved. I absolutely love that. You don't curse Facebook like I do. Oh, damn it, why does it make me switch? I hate that stuff, but anyway, I, well, I think this is absolutely fantastic, and 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 the whole year for you is is a, a beautiful growing opportunity. Anyway, in so really many is. so many ways, so I think this is absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us, and I really hope, really hope a lot more businesses reach out, and I would love to see many many towns in Gippsland become completely disability friendly and and well, wheelie wheelie friendly, let's say, but the whole lot so thank you thank you karen it's been lovely chatting oh you too all right We well, have a now you go and enjoy the rest of your day and i'll chat <laughs> to you soon thanks So yeah. thanks karen bye oh guys i absolutely love that and i absolutely love what they're doing it's you know at the, the end of the day they shouldn't have to do it because we should be already including people with disabilities but exactly like we're saying what you don't know you don't know and at least if they can raise awareness, you know, more people are going to be going, oh my God, I never even thought of that. And that's not fair. So let me do what I can do, you know, to make my shopfront or my property um more accessible for everybody. And just just so nice if everybody in the world can be included. So I love what they're doing. Please go and um follow them anyway. It's the least you can do on. Uh, Facebook, and that is the Wheelie Serious Project, Wheelie with a Y, and that's on Facebook. If you are uh, a business and you would love to have a sticker on your store. And as as Belinda said, you know, you you actually have to make some changes or you have to make sure that you are disability friendly and they're not running around with a stick uh, telling you what you can and can't do. So don't forget, it is still your business. Um, But if you would like to make it a lot more accessible, uh, friendly, and you'd like one of those stickers on your window, please reach out to them, message them at the Wheelie Serious Project on Facebook and get yourself a sticker and, you know, get in with the cool kids. I hope you've loved that. I have absolutely loved it. I just love anything that people are doing for um, minority groups and for people who uh, may not be treated fairly. And I think that the the more people are advocating to have equality and fairness in the world, I think that's the, the, that's where we all need to head just because we all want to live in peace and we all want to live in harmony and we all want to live in a good world. So, all right, I'll stop raving because you know what I get like. Um, Go follow them, the We Live Serious Project. And again, thanks so much for joining me and I'll see you next week. See ya. Thanks for joining me. As always, I hope this episode inspired you. If you know somebody who's taken courageous action to create something that's making a difference for other people, let me know about it. Go to my website, kerenvaughan.com, tinker around there, have a bit of a look and send me a message. I can't wait to hear from you. And remember, you're worth it. Your unique talents and gifts need to be out in this world. And I'm so passionate about inspiring you to achieve that. So you've listened to this episode. Just say yes, make the decision and put one foot in front of the other. See you next week.